Two pods in one day. Andy Cowan and I talk here first about the girls' tournament, including a mock meet based on sectional performance, all of the distance races. We turn on our Ramaya Elliott radar and have an Addison Wiley watch to highlight the top two individuals heading into the state meet. Let's hit it. All right, the tournament is afoot. Colin Altavote, Andy Cowan, we're going to go over a recap of the first round of the girls' tournament, the sectional. In cross country, we call it the silly season because it seems like everyone's playing games. But the way the sectionals are set up, you can't really afford to do that. So we saw a lot of good, uh, good races, good meets from the what sixteen sectionals? No, thirty-two sectionals, right? Thirty-two. Whew. Uh, you and I, well, I guess you were at one. I was not at any of them, but we, we mainly consumed the same one. So we can talk about that in depth, the one that was held at Hamilton Southeastern. I did go through Andy and do a mock meet based solely off sectional performance. You ready? Yeah. Okay. First, Noblesville, 53 points. Second, Hamilton Southeastern, 48 points. Third, Carmel, 39 points. Shout out. Fourth, Zionsville, 34 points. Fifth, North Central, 29 points. No, I'm sorry. Fifth, Cathedral, 31 points. Sixth, North Central, 29. And seventh, Fishers with 27. What sticks out to you in that? Well, it just seems like it's tricky because a couple of the teams that you mentioned were in the Hamilton Southeastern sectional. Yeah. The top three. And I think it'd be more likely that athletes would kind of be pushed in that sectional just because of, just because there's so many good schools and bigger schools and um, you kind of have to, to, get have to be in the same sectional. So some of those, some of those events, when you kind of look through some of them, those points look like they, they will hold up in certain events in the state meet, but then other ones, it seems like depending on, you know, the level of competition in different sectionals that there's some other athletes that may jump those. So I think it may look a lot tighter than what that mock meet seems. And some of those schools like Noblesville, HSE, Carmel may, they may not, but they may end up scoring, you know, less points than projected based off just the sectional. So it'll be interesting to see how the mock meet kind of looks after the regional round. Yeah. When, when so many of the same big schools and, and good programs are in that same tournament round, I think you're right that Noblesville HSC and Carmel, the top three are a little inflated based on that versus say Zionsville um, at, at 34, those Zionsville's points are still a lot of seconds and fourths. Um, they may have more. And of course, Zionsville will come into the same regional as Noblesville, HSC, and Carmel and Fisher. So five of the top seven are going to be in the same in the same sectional. Let's talk about what's three events. What are three events you're excited to see at the state meet? So two rounds to go. And then we'll get into a little more distance talk and then look at our two superstars in the state. So what are, what's the first event you're excited for for the state meet on the girls' side? 
right. First event that I'm excited for is it's actually a field event. And that is the long jump, the long jump. And the reason why I'm excited for this event is because there, there's possibly some scoring implications from contending teams in this field event. There are in other field events as well, but yep. a, a little, I guess a little bias from coming from the sectional that I coach in, but last year, there were a ton of girls that hit the state standard in the pole vault in, you know, the county sectional meet and throughout the tournament. This year, there's been a ton that have hit the standard in the long jump. At sectional, there were seven girls, and a few of them were on some of those teams that you just listed um, that yep. scored a lot of points in the mock meet. And there were seven of them that hit the state standard, almost eight in uh, the long jump uh, last Tuesday. So that that's the field event for me that I'm going to be uh, keeping the closest watch on. I believe that six athletes hit the standard at the Hamilton Southeastern sectional, which is basically the Hamilton County sectional. Ella Scally had the number one jump in the state, 19 feet and one inch. And then the third best jump was Janae Miro from Hamilton Southeastern at 1810. Her teammate, Allison Ellsbury, so two seniors from HSE, third and fourth, and then Kiana Seifert, who had a really good day at the sectional, uh, had the sixth best performance in the state. Emily Norris from Carmel is right behind her. So that's four of the seven teams that we mentioned. And then another jumper from Carmel. I know Lauren Bailey hit it. She's not in the top 10, but I, I believe she may be 11. These top 10 come from a post that Brandon Jones put on the message board, um, went through all of the sectional results and compiled those, which is great for somebody like me or you that wants to really dig into it without going through 32 different sectionals ourselves yeah yeah so there were there were two uh girls who jumped two additional girls who jumped 17 nine so they were just off that top 10 list so you know in long jump some of those girls are really close some aren't as close to each other but some of those girls are within four or five inches um based on their sectional round jump so those points could kind of go either direction at the state meet so i'm going to be keeping keeping a close watch on that yeah and like in some of the other events running events or even like the shot maybe even the disc if you're one of the best athletes in the state in your event like you're going to make it through round to round right but the long jump is maybe the most inconsistent event that you know, now Ella Scali from Fishers is an established long jumper. She'll probably be fine. But some of these other girls, like they hit the standard, they made it out They're, You know, they have the third, fourth, sixth, eighth best jump right now. They may not even make it to the state meet. That's totally possible. Yeah. Which is going to play a, um, a big, fa a big factor at the state meet. So yeah. what's, uh, what's your second event? So second event that I, am looking forward to watching is the first event on the track and that is the four by eight all right and the reason why i'm looking to this forward to this so much a little bit of the same there's i think there will be some team you know some team implications here yes. uh, on the relay and also just based off of the sectional round results 
it seems like that event could be wide open or or at least as of now we don't i wouldn't say that there seems to be a clear prohibitive favorite in the four by eight um and it seems like to me that there are maybe three four five schools that at least it looks like have a shot to win it so and i don't i don't know which one i would you know feel the strongest about right now um but that's why i'm kind of intrigued by that event so the four by eight is one of mine so Valpo, Noblesville, Columbus North, Carmel. Those are the top four teams on the sectional list based on sectional performance. And then HSC and Fishers are also in the top nine, so seated to score, and North Central is 10. And North Central won their sectional, and I think they have some substitutions to make. So North Central could get in. I don't think North Central is going to win that event, but if they got five points out of that, that could be huge. Right. Definitely. So after the sectional meet, yeah, they they had the 10th best performance, but it, it wasn't like the HSC sectional where there were, you know, multiple uh, five teams having a top 10 sectional performance. So those other schools, you know, were probably closer to their best um, performance, whereas North Central may have just been trying to advance. And, and- they weren't it's, necessarily trying to run as fast as they possibly could at the sectional meet. It, and it's kind of a math problem too, right? Your time is just going to be the aggregation of your four girls added up. So it's not like, it's not like an NBA playoff series where the team with the best player tends to win. However, Valparaiso has the best athlete and the best time right now, Kaylee Polizza. And I imagine she's going to run it. Yeah. Definitely. Noblesville has um it's summer rempy right correct and she went 212 on the anchor they were quite a ways behind uh carmel shout out and and our anchor i think ran 220 which is a fine time and they won by five seconds so 212 columbus north has lily baker who's gone 214 this year 215 something like that and then carmel has olivia sebelo who does not have established 800 performances yet but she's the number two time out of all the sectionals and i think the number two time overall in the state in the um in the open 400 so it you know it depends on when those teams put their their best girls too they may not all save them for the end it seems to me that those first four that you mentioned who happen to have the best four times from the sectional uh, meet meets. I think it's going to be one of those four schools. And as of right now, I could see it being any of those four schools. You got a pick? I don't. <laughs> I think I, I, I think North North was probably the favorite going into the spring. Would you say? Columbus North, yeah. And Carmel won the four by eight last year. Right, and three of them graduated. So they have they have a different team, but they are, I guess, the defending, you know, for right, right. And Car- Carmel Noblesville have gone back and forth the past two weeks. Um, they've gotten head to head there. Yeah, and- Noblesville girls are running really well right now. They've got two of them over eight hundred meters that that have been really good. Right. And and Valparaiso has the best girl in that event. I mean, she's probably the second best, second or third best girl in the 800 in the whole state. 
and the other right. schools don't have don't have four bytes. Right. What uh, what's your third event? So third event, um, I'm keeping a similar theme here. I, I guess the thing that stuck out to me most is team implications. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to be paying close attention to the team scores. It's to me, it's exciting. Um, I know last year watching, I watched the meet uh, at home, but I was paying close attention to this team scores throughout the meet and it came down to the last event of the day. And the event that is number three on my list is the four by four. Yep. And it's for the same reasons, maybe getting tired of hearing it, but I think there will be major team implications at play. And I think it could this year, it could possibly come down to the four by four and how teams stack up. I think it's very interesting that Ramaya Elliott, we could talk about her more, but Ramaya Elliott may be running on that relay uh, having possibly ran three individual events beforehand and maybe trying to help her team to a title or and or uh, Carmel and Noblesville and HSE. Top three times at the sectional round. Top three times at the sectional. Also, you know, may have been helped by having each other in this sectional round. Correct. But those are three teams that you mentioned maybe have a shot to win as well. So. So all these teams that we've talked about, Carmel had the best time in the sectional, 355, Noblesville, 357, Southeastern, 357, Zionsville, 357. They're all in the same regional the next week. Cathedral, 359, Brownsburg, 359. So of the top six teams, five will be in the same sectional or same regional, rather. Chittard, four flat, North Central, 401. So North Central was actually third in their sectional meaning they were pushed. And I, the, the company that did that sectional had splits. Their last leg was 55 two. Mm -hmm. I'd imagine that was Elliot. If it wasn't Elliot, then they've really got something good going. Um, so yeah, of all those kind of contenders that we talked about, Fishers wasn't in the, that top 10. Um, and I think center Grove's kind of lurking. They didn't score many points in this mock meet, but they had a ton of like 10th or, or just under that. Mm-hmm. Let's do some quick distance talk because we know what pays the bills around here. We talked about the four by eight. Let's go order that they're going to run. 1600, we had four different girls run under five minutes at the sectional. Addison Wiley ran 451. We'll talk more about her later. Nikki Sutherland, um, 454. Gretchen Farley, 457 and Kendall Martin, 459. Of those four, how many do you think run it at the state meet? I think three of those four do. You think Martin scratches? Yes. I'm not sure if she has already, but I would think she would run the 32 fresh, partially because that's what she did last year, but also because I think that's possibly her, the event she could place the highest in as an individual. I think she could do both too, but, but I would, I would guess three. I don't okay. see Corinna James on here, but I know she did run it at the sectional yes. and she ran 453, I think last year at the state meet. So that's right. somebody else to, you know, we don't know how hard some of these athletes ran in their sectional round. If you were in say the 3,200 at the Hamilton Southeastern sectional, you ran as hard as you could because right. you had to run under 11 what, what was the eighth place time? 11.07? 11.07. Yeah. 
1107. Correct. And she's just out. I mean, even with the new callback method, um, she's, she's out versus some of these uh, athletes then at their sectional ran four. some girls ran four of that. Some girls ran the four by eight, the 16, the eight and the 32 and three different girls ran the 16, the eight and the 32 and won all three of those, at least three girls did that. Yeah, I, I definitely think there's a couple girls probably that might not have been on that uh, top 10 list that are, could be in the mix. Uh, Corinna James is the first name that, that comes to mind because I believe she scored in both the 16 and the 32 last year at the state meet. And she finished, I think she was second in the Flashes Showcase, the Miracle Mile earlier this year. And then the other name, I think Jaden Serencion, depending, I'm not sure what she'll run at the state meet. I think last year she ran the 1600, but she's someone that could maybe run both or, or pick one of those two longer distance events to focus on at the state meet. So both those names weren't on the top 10 list, but I expect, or I'm, and I'm assuming that they didn't, you know, run as hard. They only ran as hard as they needed to, to advance or to win their sectional possibly. So right. the two more names to throw into the mix. Another one, now she'll be coming off of the four by eight. We talked about the four bites already, but Brianna Newell of Columbus North, I think is somebody that could kind of get in the mix and, and just move up in the, in the end and get, you know, not necessarily to win it. I mean, I think we're under the assumption that Wiley's going to win it, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's been some buzz this past week about Wiley. Um, you yep. were talking about Wiley watch. Uh, yep. She's mentioned that she's going to be, trying to win all three of the distance events. Some people have called it the, uh, I believe it was called the three ring circus and also known as the, also known as the triple crown. So we have a lot of people throwing around names and phrases for uh, what this triple could be, you know, this attempted triple um, also with Ramaya uh, Elliot as well, possibly going for a different triple. And in some yeah, individuals, I, I think in distance, I think it's the circus. I think for sprints, <laughs> I think it's the triple crown. And uh, so, so for Wiley, though, I, I would say, yeah, she's the clear favorite in the 1600. And, yeah. And um, we'll get into Wiley watch at the you, end. Yeah. Okay. In the 800, Wiley ran 206. Then Kaylee Polizza from Valparaiso, 211. Nikki Sutherland, 211. Um, Summer Rempe had the fifth best time, 214. So that's another team contender. Emma Helwegi from Wheeler had the fourth best time in the section around at 213. And then Columbus North had two girls in the top nine based on, on sectional performance. But again, this is the same thing. I mean, we think it's going to be Wiley. Definitely. It'll be interesting because some of those girls will be coming back. I guess Kaylee Polito will be coming off the relay. So mm -hmm. she'll have, you know, a little bit more rest. Yeah, Whereas, it's like two and a half hours maybe at the state meet. More yeah, than that, maybe. Maybe it's more like three and a half. Yeah, I, I guess they go off of the time schedule, so we could we could yeah. look and know for sure. But Polita definitely – I guess the question a lot of people are thinking about is how much – how far will Wiley be pushed in that 800? Uh, Farley has made her intentions known to run the 16 and the 8, so she'll be running, you know, those first two events. Um. And then I think Sutherland is the most interesting to me because I think she would still have a decision to make. It doesn't seem like we know what event she's going to run at the state meet. Last year, she ran the 16 and the eight, and she placed in 
placed in the top nine in both of those races. Yeah, like pretty Iowa high up both. too. Uh, and I think because of that, some people think she may do the same thing this year or maybe even try to qualify in all three and run all three. Uh, but she's someone that I think as of now could do a few different things. Most of the premier distance athletes have kind of shown their cards as far as what they're planning to do. There will definitely be still be some changes uh, between now and the actual state meet and what people will run, but she's probably the name that's highest up the list where it's a little bit unclear as to what she will uh, attempt at the state meet. Right. Yeah. If she were to run the 3,200 fresh, and I think she has the best outdoor time she would have a really good chance to win it yeah but then it's the one of the questions is and this isn't you know it's not for me to decide but what is your goal is your goal to win something is your goal um some people talk about points but if like if you don't go to north central hse noblesville carmel fishers like do the points really matter if you're the only kid in your team that's scoring how much does do the points matter to try and finish six as a team or fourth as a team or whatever if you're not in the title hunt um but you know is it max maximum acquisition of medals are you trying to medal in all three are you trying to uh, do you want to run your favorite events you don't like the 3200 as much you know these are all the all the considerations but yeah she's she's the one that we don't know she hasn't really publicly said what she was going to do versus wiley and and farley who have both said this is my intention now of course they they can also change their mind if they want Farley could run at, at the regional and then scratch the 1600 and switch to the 800. And I don't think anybody would say, well, wait a minute, you told us yeah. like, yeah, I changed my mind. Like I'm right. You know, I'm a regular human being. Uh, 3,200. We hadn't seen her in, in many moons, but she did come out and run the best time in the sectional round. Sophia Kennedy at 1049, Lily Myers, from uh kennedy goes to park tutor lily myers a junior from bloomington south at 1050 at her sectional and then lila gillesi of laporte she's a freshman 1055 bailey ranta 1057 at the chesterton sectional and about a second and a half behind her was lillian velasco from new prairie so five under 11 at the um in the whole state and then there was a whole string of girls from our sectional our being the hamilton southeastern sectional because that's where you and i live um and it was everyone was between 1102 and 1107 right there were eight girls in that six second gap five second gap that's right yeah what do you think what do you think it might take to let's say it's going to be decent at the state meet which i mean the extended forecast is already out so let's say high of low 80s so, you know, mid 70s, maybe by race time, upper 70s by race time. So good weather. What do you think it takes to medal in the 3200 for the girls? Uh, I think I'd say just a little bit under 1050, maybe. Okay, so you think it would be pretty fast again? Maybe high 1040s, 1050. Um, some of that might depend on how many of these girls actually end up in that event. And and also how, how, how they can perform an event two or three on the day. But I think it last year, I think last year it was right around 1050 or just a tick over. And I would expect about the same this year. If you had to predict a winner right now, 
for the 3200 who would you pick um man i think kennedy is probably the favorite i think i agree but I, I don't know if Sutherland's going to run it fresh. I think that would be very interesting. I don't and I don't also, get the I don't get the feeling that she is because she's entered in all three at the regional. Yes. And I, if it I was would, your intention to run the 3200 fresh at the state meet, I don't think you'd run two races beforehand at the regional because you're you're rolling the dice there. I would think the same thing. And so that's kind of why I would as at least as of now say Kennedy and then um with Wiley being a, a huge, uh, an interesting question mark based on a number of factors. Yep. And we'll get into that here to kind of end it. Uh, all right, here we go. We're ending it with two things. The two superstars in India, Ramaya Elliott and Addison Wiley, the like mega stars, galaxy stars. Galaxy, I don't think that makes sense. All right, ready? Ramaya Radar at the sectional, Ramaya Elliott, won three races she ran 1189 in the hundred that's three hundredths of a second better than her closest competitor well competitor being at another site she only has this the third best time in the 200 24 90 that's almost a full second off her best time from this year and she has the best time in the 400 56 25 that's four tenths of a second 44 hundredths of a second in front of Olivia Sedlo from Carmel, shout out. And then she ran a leg on North Central's four by 400 relay that we have as 55-2 based on the splits provided um, from alpha timing. North Central also had the number three time in the four by one without her. So if they put her in, that's, I would imagine that's, they're, they're winning that versus maybe doing well without her and then scoring in the four by four with her. What what percentage chance do you give her to win all three of her events, individual events? Um, maybe 50-50. I think, she'll, I think she'll win all three. Right. But what percentage chance do you give her to win all three? I think I, think I would say about 50 to 60%. Okay, I think it's more like 90 yeah, I, I guess I was just saying if I take, I, I, I guess the way to figure it out mathematically would multiply the percentage of each one of them uh, together to get that. But um, I mean, I, I would like to think she has a a a ninety percent chance or greater in each each. Uh, I think the four hundred and the two hundred is like a hundred percent. And then the hundred is. And then the 100 is the iffier one, but that's still in the 90s. That would be my guess. I suppose, I mean, one thing they could do, I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't advise this, but one thing they could do would be take her out of the 100, which is her third best event, and put her on both relays. But relay points are not worth double in indiana yeah some states they are in swimming they are but you're not you're not incentivized to use your stars on the relay for that reason i would think that she'll stay in all three of those individual events and 
it's likely, I guess, that that she would win all three. I mean, who knows? Who knows even how hard she had to run in the she didn't, yeah, round. she didn't, she didn't clearly didn't run that hard in the sectional because in the 200, she was more than a second off her best time, I believe. Yeah. So I, and how hard does she even need to run at the state meet to win? Right. Right. Cause I yeah, think it, she's like two more, or three seconds off her best time in the 400. It may be more like 80 to 90% chance if she does all three, than 50 to 60. I think it's into the nineties. All right, Wiley Watch. We need theme music for this. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. I, when I initially saw the article from David Woods in the Star that where Wiley uh, signaled her intention to win the 16, the 8, and the 32, that's the order of the events, I was like, that's crazy. There's no way. But then I kind of thought about it, the way the season has gone. If this were last year, there's no way, right? Because there were girls running under 10-10. We don't think there's going to be girls running under 10-10 for a variety of reasons, which, I mean, we're not going to get into on the podcast, but some of them just are not available for the tournament or have not been as available this season um, to, to train. So 1,600 at her sectional, Addison Wiley ran 4.51. Good start, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then she comes back, and then if, if you were going to do the 16, the 8, and the 32, I think the strategy would be, well, I'm just going to try and run and win each one, right? I'm not going to go all out in the middle of this because I don't know if I'll be able to finish. That would be my fear. Yeah, and and she, I mean, last year, I think the 800 was a negative split and the 1600, I think. I think she closed in like she, 66 or 60. Yeah. Bo- both of those races, she wasn't trying to run as fast as she, the fastest time possible. Yeah. She was um, pretty conservative in those races last year at the state. meet. So, you know, assuming she's the fastest closer in the field, then I would think is. that, <laughs> yes, I would think that she would, just try and expend as little energy as possible um, in each of those races and still ensure that she wins the, the tough swing, the tough swing, I think is that the 800, because she may have to run a 206, 205, 207 to win. And if she is in the second heat of the time and final of the 800, she may only get about 15 minutes rest before the 3,200 starts. Yeah, so I just pulled it up. The, the 800 is at 745 and the 3,200 is at 815. But as you note, there are two heats of the 800. So that's not going to be at 745. It'll be more like 750 or 755. So yeah, 15 to 20 minutes of rest. I, even when I read that in that she was going to try and do all three, which would be unprecedented. I thought, well, I, that's fun. Like she can go for it. But then when she ran 206 in her sectional race and then turned around and ran 1102 in the 3200, and that means she ran 1102 and she 
obviously had to do all the work because there's no, she probably won that race by over a minute. I'm starting to think that there's a real chance she could win both. And I've talked to someone who used to say this about athletes. He was like, this, this is the, if anyone ever pulled this off, this would be like, there, there's no debate about who the greatest distance runner of all time is. If someone was able to do this. And I had always told him like, dude, there's no way it's impossible. There's like 15 minutes worth the rest. And he had said about, okay, it's just the 1600, the 800, and then the 3200 is just about survival. It's just about hanging on long enough until you can kick. And I think she has a chance to survive. And when she lost the 3200 at the HSR finals to Addison Canablo, and Canablo set the like state indoor record. I think she probably learned something from that because Canablo got way ahead of her and Addie was closing at the end and just ran out of space, ran out of time. And I think she, she can remember that that can be a really important experience that, okay, I, I'm going to have a little more left at the end than I think if I can just stay disciplined enough to hang on until the last 300 meters. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's a 50% chance because Kennedy's going to be fresh and she's obviously running well now. And she, I would imagine we'll continue to get better over the next two weeks. But what, what percentage chance do you give Wiley to pull this off? <laughs> um, man. I think it's better than people might think. Okay, I'm writing. I'm writing down a number right now. Wow, that's too round. I'm gonna make it. All right. I think if Elliot is eighty to ninety percent, Elliot's at least ninety percent. Addie might be forty to fifty percent. Okay, you're a lot higher. I put twenty-one percent. You're a lot higher than I am. So the the thing I'm thinking about here is. Wiley, if she can run a 1600 in 430 to 436 at her very best. Right, which she can, confirmed. She's capable of running under 10 minutes in the 3200. Totally. Maybe, maybe even 950. So I guess the question is how hard she pushed. And I'm thinking about that race in particular. If, the, if I knew the race was going to be like last year, I would say no. She doesn't really have much of a shot because no, no shot. Going right. to get so so little rest, and it could be a ninety degree day, and she's going to have to run pretty hard in those first two races, to where she might not be able to run something crazy fast. Uh, in the thirty two, she did show she could run eleven minutes uh, with very short rest after a two oh six, which is crazy impressive. Uh, the question is what type to me is what type of race is it last year? There was a huge pack of girls, even the ones that weren't even leading that went out in 513, 512, 513 through 1600 and just tried to hold on to run in the 1040s and grab a medal. Some of that kind of main pack of girls. So I'm thinking this year, what does the leader go through the 1600 in? Is it more like 518, 520? 
or is it more like 505, 510? And to me, that I, I think it'll be like 5, 510. That'd be and my if guess. That, if that's the case, then I think it makes it really challenging because people will do the classic, okay, well, if she's there with 400 to go. And in this case, I would agree with that. Um, <laughs> that argument if she, if she's a, if she's there in the last 800 it's likely she will she'll win but well and i going to be really tough to turn around and we just have nothing to compare it to no and we have to remember too she could she could be there and hang on until the last 400 and that doesn't ensure that she's going to win because oh, yeah. she has to run a last a fast 400 in the context of that race that if she's already run seven laps it may be all she can do to hang on at that point that in 2004 christian wagner outkicked brennan plotner in the 1600 at the state meet and i bet there was if we're talking about 400 speed i bet that brennan plotner's best 400 split was five seconds faster than Christian Wagner's. I bet it was like 50 versus 55. That Christian Wagner was able to outkick him in the last 100 meters because it wasn't a 100-meter race. It was a 1,600-meter race. And the first 1,500 meters had already affected um, Plotner. So I, the most impressive thing, I think, out of all this is that, did you see what, what Wiley split on the, four by four after the 3,200? 56. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. it's not like she ran 206 and then she ran 1102. And it's not like the 1102, like the, you know, someone had to like carry her out of the stadium and onto the bus. Cause she turned around and ran 56. Right. She ran probably the second fastest four by four split of anyone in the whole state after she'd already raced for, you know, just shy of, three and a half miles at that point yeah she they may have just had one heat of four by fours before she went and waiting on the other girls to finish the 3200 but that that did give her a couple minutes have, but yeah she, she didn't have didn't more than have time to take she didn't have time to no, change out of her spikes no no way she wouldn't have had time to change out of her spikes after the 800 either so she ran right. the 800 the 3200 and the four by four 206 1102 56 and all of that happened i would imagine from when they shot the gun off in the 800 to when she ran her leg of the four by four, that probably happened within 30 or 35 minutes, all three of those races. Yeah. Yeah. I'm at 21% maybe a low. I don't know. I mean, this is the big, the team, the team implications, obviously the team score, but this is the biggest story I think heading into the state meet is if Wiley can run all three. Yeah. And it'll be crazy impressive. Even if she's able to grab a medal, in the 3200 right yeah that is true but it seems like if there's she a, won a all three wide range a wide range of possible outcomes for that race where whereas it seems likely that she would be the favorite in both the 16 and the eight right regardless of how the race plays out or what happens between now and then well that I, 32 could go many different ways i think certainly she's going to win the 1600 I don't think, whereas I think Ramaya is 100% to win the 200 and the 400 and close to that in the 100, which is her third best event. I, I don't give Addy a 100% chance to win the 800. Right. It, that, this 800 could be, we'll get into this when, when Josh and I do the boys um, 
tournament recap preview whatever tournament talk that's there you go there's a title of the podcast um you know the boys 800 is wide open i don't think the girls is wide open but there could be somebody that just hangs in long enough and 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 does it i don't give them a very good chance but i i don't think she's Addie's not a lock in the opening. I could see a world where Politza beats her. Yeah. I could see a world where maybe Farley or Sutherland beats her. I'd give them a better chance if it was their first race. Definitely. All right. Well, that's Ramaya Radar and Wiley Watch. Yeah. Sutherland Sonar, if she goes for Oh, there we well. go. Yeah. We'll add that in next week. Cool, man. Well, thanks for coming on. Anything else? Thanks for having me. Nope. Just looking forward to the last few, the last two rounds of the tourney. Uh, sure. There's going to be a ton of great performances between now and then. Yep. There is the track tournament, in Indiana. There's nothing like it. All right, man. Go hounds. All right. See you soon.